What is going on guys? Welcome back to the CEO cast. I'm your host Raheem and today I'm very excited to be at a dealership. I've been wanting to do one since the start of CEO cast but I wanted to wait until it's done properly and by that being said I'm at a dealership where I think it's probably safe to say that it's got some of the best stock around the whole of the UK if not the world. I'm going to let the main man introduce himself. I'm with Take it away. Sheikh Amari, Amari Supercars. Amari Supercars. Raheem, thank you very much for coming over. Thank you for taking um, your time out. And uh, obviously, I remember you sending me the uh, the Instagram message. Yeah. Can we do one? And it's been a little bit of a while and we've had corona and all that type of stuff, you know, that's, that's been obviously in, in the way. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's but been no, highly, finally, highly it's good, requested. Good to see you here and, you know, uh, do a... Do a uh, this, this podcast with Live, you. It's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate your time once again. I know you're a very, very busy man. I know you've been got business to handle and everything's been hard to catch you, but I'm glad we're here. <laughs> so for the people who may not necessarily know what Amari Supercars is, just give us a brief description of what you guys do and the kind of stock that you have here. Yeah, sure. Well, Amari Supercars, as, as you've all heard, is a, a very well-known household name that's been going for 40 years now. And um, uh, we are a obviously a supercar dealer and a hypercar dealer, yeah. uh, dealing in all of the, the best supercars that you can buy. And what I mean by best supercars, it's not any old 488 that you can go and buy out there. It's not any old Galado or Hurricane you can go and buy out there. You know what I mean? We're dealing in the best spec, the lowest mileage, the cleanest cars with service history. You're talking about yeah. the likes of like the Performantes, Performantes and the Super yeah, you're, yeah. You know, I mean, we're looking, we, we actually buy the best examples. Look, anybody can sell a Ferrari. Anybody can sell a Ferrari, course, yeah. but nobody can sell an Amari Ferrari. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is an Amari spec car. 100%. Hand, yeah. Hand-picked. So do you I guys spec the cars from new? Yeah. Well, no. There's some cars we spec from brand new. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there is obviously a lot of cars that we buy. Yeah. But obviously, again, when, I, when I'm, I'm the buyer here and when I'm buying cars, I'm buying cars that I want. Yourself. Myself. Yeah. That's <laughs> that how I look sense. at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spec is king. You know what I mean? I mean, all over anything else... If you get a car that's the right spec, it will help sell it. 100%, you know, yeah. And that's what people want today. They want something a little bit unique, something, you know, that's going to be a little bit different to normal Performante or normal um, uh, 488 Spider or, mm. or, or Aston Martin, you know, DB11 Superleggera, Super you know. I mean, so that's what we, yeah. we try and look for is that type of car. And then obviously, you know, I mean, we're not only talking about 488s and these cars here. We're talking about across the board, you know, on Ferrari, on all ranges, you know, yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example. I mean, I'll say ordinary Bugatti. Um, yeah. Everyone can buy a Bugatti. Well, not everyone's. Let me just, I swear yeah. I did a bit wrong. A Bugatti is a very high obtainable car. But I mean, for example, you've got a, a full blue carbon Bugatti sitting right behind you. <laughs> that's right, yeah, we have, yeah. And that's the kind of stock that we're dealing with. Yeah. So just to, let's go back many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long has Amari been running and how did it all come about? Right, yeah, and that's a question that obviously is... Uh, is a, a very common question for me. Yeah. You know, and, and for all, all our young viewers out there that are, are watching this today, um, I'm very fortunate because uh, my, I come from a very good background. You know, and, um, you know, when I was um, uh, 16, 17, you know, my father asked me, what, you know, what do I want to do? You know, and I said, Daddy, yesterday, I want to do what you do, buy and sell cars. So it was your father? Yes, that's right. Exactly. Okay, wicked. And, um, and, and he said to me, okay, he said, try, he said, get your education done. Yeah. You know? And I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. You know, I said, I want to jump straight into cars and, and I, I want to follow you with what you're doing. Mm. You know? And, um, he said to me, okay, then fair enough, fine. Not a problem. He says, I'll give you a couple of pointers. Okay. And remember a couple of things. And, and, and then from there, it's down to you. And those couple of things were, look, be honest, mm. work hard. Okay. Yeah. And make your dreams into reality. 
Hundred percent. You know, yeah. and believe in yourself. You know, so those are the few things that he said to me, and, and they've always stuck by, stuck by me. So you must and, have been about seventeen, eighteen at the time. Well, no, to be honest, you know, this is that uh, I, I was quite a young starter in this. Okay, yeah. Uh, I was probably about 14 years old. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah, 14 years old, I was, yeah. So, um, um, and because I, I've been very fortunate because I've always been brought up around these cars. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and in our family, having Rolls Royces, Bentleys, Mercedes Benz, you know, um, I mean, Ferraris weren't that common in them days. Okay. Yeah. But my dad had a Lamborghini, Wicked. you know. I'll never forget, he had a, he had a Jalper and he had an Espada. You know. I, do you know what? I can't. Even, I don't even know which ones they are. No, no. I bet you don't. No, I think the furthest Lamborghini I know from back in the day is probably the Mura. Or the, the Mura. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, I think after that is the Kuntash. Kuntash. That's right. Yeah yeah. 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 So that's what I remember. And yeah, then you're saying right. ones that I've, yeah, yeah, I'll try and get some pictures yeah, yeah. of them. Those, those were yeah. kind of like, like um, around the same era. Yeah. But because there were there was mom, dad, and, and my brother as well, so we were trying to buy a four seater. Yeah. So the Espada came in as a four seater, and the Jalpa was just a two seater car. You know. Um, until then, my dad upgraded it into a Countach yeah. and so on. So obviously, yeah. But yeah, off. going back to your question, yeah. I mean, where we've um, obviously my, my my background and my start from this is at a very early age. You know, it's um, I, I would never call it a business for me. This is this is a hobby. This is passion. You know, I've I've uh, I've always said that I've not got red blood running through my veins. I've got yeah. you know. Petrol. Yeah, petrol. Well, <laughs> unleaded, so unleaded, super, super hyper. Show 99 V-Power. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. name it. The, 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 the top level <laughs> fuel notch, yeah. running through my blood now. Now it runs through my wife and, and my kids now as well. Yeah. So <laughs> just, just a question, uh, talking about your, like, growing up your childhood, yeah. Um, like you said, you were surrounded by cars. So I, I heard this recently in, when I was doing my research. What car, for people who don't know, what car is it that you learned in? You learned to drive in? Right, okay. Well, um, I, it was a Ferrari Mondial. Wicked. That's what it was. Yeah, I remember, never forget. And 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 even when I passed my driving test, that was the car that um, I um, uh, took as as my everyday car. Okay. You know? And uh, and obviously you had your friends. And, and at the age of seventeen, to have a Mondial was like big news. It was like, God, oh, this guy's got a Mondial, a Ferrari Mondial. I never forget that um, when I turned up at one of my friends' house, and this, this is in. Um, in uh, Kensington and, uh, and and it was a summer's day and uh, the hood was down I just bit my horn yeah. and they all looked out he's bought a Ferrari oh my god and they came running downstairs and we just spent all day just, just driving around car, yeah. around and around Mayfair Knightsbridge you know all the nice areas Holland Park and what yeah. have you it was absolutely fabulous so you know, have you always grown up in Preston or did you used to No, be no, we moved here now probably, I'd say, around about uh, 20 years now. Okay, so originally from London? No, we're, we're um, uh, originally from from the north. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, from, uh, from Manchester. But my parents' business was down in London. Okay. So obviously we were commuting back and back forth. Back and forth quite frequently, yeah. Yeah, yeah quite frequently, yeah. I can imagine, yeah. So what was the first car that you probably purchased for the business seeing as you said to your dad that you know you want to start buying and selling cars just like he did what was the first car that you acquired and the first car that you sold this Ferrari Mondial oh so the same one you were yeah the Mondial that's right yeah yeah I okay. bought that car I think I'm trying to think now from memory I think I paid around about 20 22 23,000 pound for it yeah okay. seriously yeah that's how much they were that's right it was a second hand well, one supercars in general were around that sort well of. don't forget we're going back now 1980s 
89. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. So the same car today, how much would that be worth? Oh, would you believe it? It'd be probably worth a bit more, probably about £35,000. Yeah. Uh, so it was a black Mondial T. Because mm. you, you do have a lot of classics here, here as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've got a Daytona behind us here right now. We've got a black 328 GTS over there. Yeah. I've got some Countaches. Uh, it's not here today. I've got an XJ220 as well. Um, we've got a Dino. Well. Uh, what else have we got? We've got... Um, uh, what else have we got now then? Oh. 355s. You know, um, we've also coming up, we've got another 308 coming as well today. There's a lot, there's a lot. Yeah, so there's just a few to mention. Yeah. So let me let me ask you a question following up from that, and it's to do with competition because, um, so I'll say with restaurants, if a restaurant is based in Birmingham, the competition most likely going to be around the surrounding areas. Yeah. But with dealerships, especially in this this instance where it was dealing with supercars, hypercars, uh, I mean... I would dare to say it's almost worldwide competition because some people do fly out to other countries to purchase a car or yeah. they do fly down to London or something. So how's that, how's that been for you? Look, we don't compete. My competition is me. Fair enough. I compete against myself. Yeah. Okay. That's how I look at it. I don't care about anybody else. I'm not being rude here now. They do their business their way. Yeah. Okay. I don't go out with a begging bowl to people, sell me your car. I don't go out with a begging bowl to people to say, give me your car. Listen, I'm a believer. If it's written in my destiny, as we say in our language, kismet, I'll do it. I'll do the business. It's simple as that. My own competition is me. It's yourself. And if I'm out there to impress anybody, okay, I'm out there to impress myself. Okay, I'm a family. That's what it is, yeah. I mean, customers are number one, obviously. I think number one, I think it has to come within. If you love yourself, if you like yourself, if you believe in yourself, Okay, and you trust yourself, You're then the customer automatically will do the same as well. It all follows on from that. 100%, That's yeah. how I look at it. It's in the sale as well. Of course it is. You yeah. can see it's... Um, it's the art of selling without yeah. selling. Speaking of se- selling, so that, that's another thing I wanted to ask actually. Um, I don't know how to explain this. When a person comes, when a customer comes for a car, how much do you have to say... Uh, let, okay, let me give you a situation. This is the best way to give it. So I've recently, or recently, last year I bought a C63. Uh, went there, I knew it was a C63, yet the, the salesman was telling me, yep, you know, a beautiful car, 4 liter bi-turbo V8. And I'm thinking, I know that. That's why I came to see the car. What I'm trying to say is, how much of a of a salesperson do you have to be for this? Because someone's coming for a specific car. You don't know, no. I think in this game here, this is why I don't have any salespeople. Yeah. I will not employ a salesperson in my company, but I get plenty of people sending me CVs. Oh, we can sell this, we can sell that. You know what I mean? We worked at Mercedes-Benz, we worked at Porsche, XYZ. No, I don't need it. I think the profit and the sale is in the buying. Yeah. That's how I look at it. That's it, yeah. And if I've got the car that is, like I said, the right spec and a unique car, then I am going to sell it automatically. And the person that's coming to buy that vehicle mm. from me has already done his research. He's ringing me for a reason. Yeah. He's ringing me thinking or knowing, damn it, Amari's got a car there which is pretty unique. And you know something is, is that I can't find that car anywhere else. That's why I'm ringing him. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So if you're ringing me, if, any, if anybody's ringing me out there for a car, you're ringing me to buy my car. Otherwise, unfortunately, you're a time waster. It's not even a one of like where it's like price comparison. So if there's a bit of noise, we are in a dealership, of course, uh, after all. But yeah, it's not even like, yeah, can you match this price? Because you're not calling to get a price match or compare or just a test drive. You're here for the 
the pistol with the red paintwork and the black Course, stripe. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. same interior. That's yeah. the exact car that I would want, me yeah. personally. Um, so going back to what I was saying about your growth, childhood, growing up, stuff like that. Did you always have a dealership, or was it buy and sell cars as they come? No, no, we had a dealership at that time. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So obviously we were buying and selling. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We were importing cars, we were exporting cars as well, you know. So this is something that we've done for, for a long time. Long, long time. You yeah, know your way around it. We do, yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. But then again, I'm still learning. What do you mean? I know what you mean, but <laughs> yeah. why, still else, why do you say so still learning? Every day, you learn different things. You know, and although I've been doing this for a long, long time now, you never stop learning, do you? Mm. you know, if someone says they know it all, and that they're the master of their game, then I think they've been a bit too... Cocky. Yeah, a bit too cocky for their own kind because we don't. Yeah. Every day is a different day. You know I mean, different cars, you learn different things about the same car. What's a car that you've had that you'd love to have and sell? You know, I've got them all. What have I, I've got a Countach, I've got a Bugatti, uh, I've got a LaFerrari, I've got an Enzo. If F50, there was one limited yeah. one that you've always had your eyes on thinking, how do I get it? It might not even be in this country, it might be very limited, like in terms of seven to ten Units? Is there any limited car, car? Limited car. I've got it. I've got them. I've got them all. I've got one. I mean, look. One more second. Hang on. I, I, I'll. I'll. Um, I'll answer that question. I mean, you're not wrong. You have got everything here. I know this, isn't it? Yeah. This is like the Ferrari section. Mm. Other section of the Lamborghini section. Yeah. Which we'll go through after. I mean, even myself, I can't think of anything. You've got the big eyes. You've got the Ferraris, you've got the Lamborghinis. What more is it? How long usually does a car stick around for? How long do what? Do do cars usually stick around here for? Uh, well, listen, is it um, uh, we sell on average every month around fifteen to twenty cars a month? Yeah, that's our average. I mean, even on your Instagram, you were recently known as Mister Pista. Mister Pista, that's right. Yeah, but we sold more Pistas independently than any other dealer. How many are we talking? Altogether, now we've done about twenty. No way. Yeah, 20 pistols. So, yeah. so, it's a limited run of 500, I believe, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And you've sold 20 out of 500. Yeah, but that's only, don't forget, in the UK, yeah. there isn't 500. Yeah, no, of course not. That is yeah, worldwide, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. So, bloody hell, yeah. so Mr. Pista. So, for example, that Bugatti behind you, yeah. how long would you reckon it would take until that's gone? Oh, God, that's a difficult question, that is. But, listen, what I'd say to you is that that car, it could take one month. Yeah. It could take... One year. One year. Yeah. I don't know. But because it's a unique piece, I'm hoping that I'll sell it within the next few weeks. Oh, fair enough. So we're, we're in the dealership. This is what you've been doing for pretty much your whole life. But is there any other business ventures that you've had your grasp on or you've just stuck with this? Or is there anything that you're going to go moving forward? No, the thing is, is that um, uh, the, once someone said to me, stick to what you know. Mm. Don't change your method. Yeah. You know, and I have done other stuff while I've done the car business. I've done properties as well, which um, uh, has been very good for me. Okay. I've done exclusive watches as well, which has also been very good for me. Yeah. Okay. But I always come back to cars. So the best. thing is, this is, this is what it is for me. I love it. I, I love it. I walk into a bank every day. You know, I walk into what I love every day. You know, I see beautiful shapes, designs. You know, I might buy the same car or the same model 10 times in a month but it's still exciting yeah but it's another it's another car 
with a different specification. So would you say it's not a norm for you? Would you still come in here feeling wild? I do, because the other part of my job, which I love, is meeting people. Yeah, of course. And yeah. the thing is, this is what I talk about. When I talk about cars and the specifications, and, 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 and I love buying the same car again and again, the same model, it's always a different customer that comes and buys a car from me. And that's what I love. I'm very fortunate because the customers that I get through my door are top customers. I'm dealing with some of the most most affluent, the most successful people yeah. around the world. And they're just coming to treat themselves, basically. And they're coming to treat themselves. And what better place to come to than Amari Supercars to treat yourself to something that you've worked hard for all your life, yeah. or you want to upgrade, and you want to deal with Amari. You know, and that's what I love about this game because look, the, the, the cars have come, come secondary in a way. Okay? Yeah. Social life, as you know, out there on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, we all make friends on there, and they're all fake friends. We all know that, don't we? Fake friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But really, when you're in doing what I'm doing in, in, in the business that I'm in, and you're meeting real people mm. that have got real money. That when they come in, you shake their hand, or in their today's age, you you that, do an yeah, elbow elbow shake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's something else. You know what I mean? You look at people in the eye. You know what I mean? And you do deals with them. You create a relationship. It's not just you create, exactly. Yeah. You create because a relationship. I'm assuming um, someone would buy a car here, and then it will come again and again, whether it's the part exchange or whether it's to buy another car. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's what we want from our customers. You know, we're very we're very lucky because once somebody buys a car from Amari Supercars. They're stuck with them. <laughs> they, they stop with us. Yeah. And they stay with us. You know, because they know they've got my mobile number. They can ring me on a Sunday at 11 o'clock in the evening and I'll pick my phone up. Yeah. And if I don't, I'll ring them back the next morning. Business is business, isn't it? Business is business. But then again, can, can you imagine having that to hand? I mean, always, my dad always says, always have a, a good doctor to hand, a good lawyer, yeah. a good solicitor, okay, and a good car dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my dad used to say that to me. My dad doesn't approve of me buying cars. Um, but what I was going to say is, I can imagine it being like this, yeah? So if a customer comes in, I can imagine them not just buying one car. Do they buy multiple? Have you ever had customers who buy more than one car when they come to visit for one specific car? Um, yes, we do. Mm. We do get customers that have come in and, and they'll buy a couple of cars. Yeah. Okay. It's quite rare. Okay, yeah that you get that yeah. but we do get it time to time where people come in and say right okay look I've, I've, I like this car and I like that car there as well mm. you know I mean? so some, we had one customer in a few weeks ago okay that, that uh, came to have a look at um, uh, our our F40 Ferrari yeah. fell in love with it and said listen look that's a fantastic spec car you know and he goes you, know, he says, you don't happen to know the Ferrari Enzo do you that's for sale and I said yeah I do we've got one next door do you want this in addition or is this to add on? In addition or a separate sale? Yeah. He goes, no, no, I'm looking for, for two. A package, basically. Yeah, a package, yeah. basically. You know, took him next door, showed him the car, fell in love with it. He said, right, now you're talking. He said, what deal can we do for the pair? We did a deal with him. So you don't, you don't have to answer this question necessarily, but for a deal like that, would the cars then be discounted if they're buying the two together? Not a premium car like that, no. No, so you stay at the no, price no. that you're asking for. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fair enough. You yeah, can't yeah. even complain. I mean, that. you're buying husband and wife there, or or father and son, basically, whichever yeah. way you look at it. 
So one doesn't go without the other, so you have to pay a premium for it. I'm guessing it would have been someone who's got a car collection. For yeah, it was a car, yeah, a car yeah. collector, yeah. Yeah, it would make car, sense. Car collector from abroad. You've been around for many, many years now. I think you're 35, standing at the moment? 40 years of companies, yeah. About right, 40 yeah. years. So yeah. how has it changed from when it first started to where it is now? I'm talking about in terms of the amount of stock that you got and mainly when it comes of the likes of social media, you've got your Instagram, you've got YouTube, where you can advertise the car in a lot more places. How has it changed over the years? Because we're talking about I can about only look at it in, in a positive era. way. Yeah. I know a lot of people look at it in a negative way. Okay, but I'll look at it in a positive way. Where we are today in the car industry, it's never been this good. Why is that? Because we are on the World Wide Web. Yeah. If you go back, let's say, 15 years, and you guys will all remember Top Marks, and you remember Auto Trader as well, and then you always remember Exchange and Mart, okay, yeah, that had... Suit cars in the front, in the middle of it, you had uh, um, uh, uh, sheds for sale, and yeah. on, on, on the back, you'd have number plates for sale. You know what I mean? There's a mixture of magazines. Everything you know? advertised everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And yeah. the thing is that Auto Trader was a regional magazine. Mm. So if we had one for, let's say, London, okay, yeah, so you'd have three of them or four of them in London, okay, yeah, and then if you had them in the Midlands, you'd have one for the Midlands. And then you have one in the northwest, yeah. and then three up in Scotland. So there's about maybe I'd say altogether about twenty auto traders in them days. Okay. Yeah. Now obviously there's no there's no more magazines, you know. And then Auto Trader went and opened at Top Marks, yeah, which was a, a, a magazine for prestige and performance cars. And then that was a national magazine, that was. And then from that national magazine, it went onto the internet, which was the Auto Trader. UK yeah. <laughs> as we know it today. Yeah. And then you got a piston heads as well which again is another uh, big forum for, for selling cars. And then you've got other ones that have come up um, um, over the years. Mm. Obviously, you, at the moment, obviously, Auto Trader is the number one place to go to for your cars. Yeah. Yes, it has its benefits, okay, yeah, and more benefits than the negatives. You know, the negatives is, is that for other motor dealers, from what I hear, is that, oh, everything's on the net. You can check out prices. You can check this out. You can check that out. You can narrow it down. And, and, and there's so much choice out there. Whereas before, when you were dealing in in cars in London, for yeah. example, you'd only have London Auto Trader. You wouldn't know what was for sale in the north. You'd know you wouldn't know what was for sale in the Midlands. You wouldn't know what was for sale down 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 all the way down south. It was just your area. So the customers you were dealing with were customers just in your area, yeah. and that was it. We were, we were quite quite lucky in them days because when we used to get the auto trader, we used to get them from all the all the regions. <laughs> so we knew what was for sale everywhere, and we'd go and buy it and then you bring it into London and sell it in London. Yeah, no, that's what we used to do. But um, uh, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, yeah, the, the internet's a fantastic place. Um, it depends how you use it, and if you use it cleverly, you know, you know, you, you can make you monopolize your product. Yeah, of course, yeah. whatever it is. So you've got experience over many decades. What would you advise to someone who's trying to open a car dealership? Maybe if, if it's a supercar dealership or if it's just your average 3 Series sort of dealership. What would you... Look, <clears throat> not, that I want, not that I don't want anybody to be in this business. Mm. Okay. I'll tell you now, is that the old boys in this game, like me, and this is a very important thing that I'm going to say to you now, uh, is that um, you know I'm the oldest Asian boy in the car game. All these other boys yeah. that you see, I'm not going to mention any name, ma- names at all, that you see on the net that, that are, are, are Asian companies. Because I take it as more of an Asian thing, this, 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 this what we're doing here today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To, to, to the Asian... Um, There's a lot of Asian... Uh, yeah, a lot audience, of Asian yeah. followings that get this. So let's go Asian. Okay. 
they're not a patch on me. They never will be me. Those boys that are out there today, yeah, they've been selling cars for 10 years, mm. 15 years. We, we've been doing it 40 years. 40 years yeah, in I mean, What we are today, I'm not being arrogant, what we are today and, and where we are today, these guys will never ever be at that level. Never ever. With the stuff that you've got, you've had to look around. Mm. I mean, we've got stuff in the back there which is not even advertised. I mean, top quality stuff that we sell off market as well. Is that the one in the other room? Right in the, the other room, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and also we've got another warehouse further down the road here. We've got some more stuff in there as well. So we don't advertise every car that we have. What I'm trying to say to you is this, is that where we are today and what we do today and, and how we do it, if somebody was to start this operation again, they would never be successful. This is a brand. Amari Supercars, Amari, is a brand. It's a household brand. It's like Coca-Cola. It's like Rolex. Literally, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, you know, the best luxury brands in the whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we are, and that's what we are today. You know what I mean, if somebody did try and open up, I'd wish them the best of luck. Because today, you've got to have the money. You're going to have the power. You're going to have the name. You don't have that, unfortunately. You're going to, you're going to struggle. struggle. Yeah. You're going to struggle. Look, the number of cars I sell blind over the phone to customers. I've got a car in stock. Customers say, can you send me a video on the car? Send him a video of the car. After about half an hour, he'll ring up and say, right, can I, can I please give you a deposit on that car? That's it. That's it. <laughs> because when they go onto our website and they look, look at our ratings, look at our Google reviews, they know that these guys are proper people. Yeah. They aren't messing about. You know what I mean? Who who today is sitting on 50 million pound worth of cars? Yeah. As I was saying, that if you're going to start the car business today, I'd recommend that you don't even think about it. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of other businesses you can do out there. You know, there's a lot of internet businesses. Yeah. You know, online businesses. But as it goes to the car business, if you're thinking of what I'm doing, then there's only one Amari. There can never be another. And after us, there will not be another. That's it. And it's not even something someone can just jump into because to acquire one car alone would cost someone an arm and a leg if they're just starting up. So it's, I mean, credit to you for all you've built up because it's not an easy game. You can see it's not, it's an, not easy an easy game. game. No, yeah. no I, I hope for our youngsters out there, whether they're English, Asian, Chinese, whatever it is, that, you know, that, uh, you know, they, they can look at someone like me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That has made his passion into a business into a job and then it's not a job it's a career it's, a it's, it's not a job this, this is this is this is for me but I'll livelihood. say it's my pleasure yeah. you know what I mean that I've made this into a, a business where, where we make money we buy the best cars in the world we deal with the best cars in the world and I've always said this mm. this is called this, this outcome is called Amari Super Cars so Amari is my name yeah Super is what I am and cars is what I deal in <laughs> Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? So the thing is, is that whatever you do in life after that, because you're dealing in supercars, because somebody once asked me once, because you know, Mario, you're dealing in supercars. Do you mix with super people? No, not really. Not do you wear time. super clothes? No. Do you wear super watches? Do you think super? Do you think they're best? That's the Mario thing. Right powerful thing there isn't yeah, it yeah literally yeah that's yeah, what I was, so I was you guys out there think right of that 
If you're going to go and set out to do something, whatever it is in life, and if you're going to do the best, you've got to act the best, you've got to dress the best, you've got to talk the best, you've got to mingle with the best. You mean you've got to think the best. You've got to be the best version of yourself. Be the best version of yourself. It's all about you. It's not about anybody else out there. Mm. Forget it. Because everybody out there is greed. In today's world, everybody out there wants to latch on to what you're doing. Is that, you, is that something you've learned over I've the learned many over years? I've learned over the years, yeah. i learned over the years. So I'll go back to it again now. Super. What, what, what I do, I do everything super. Wear super watches, super clothes, super shoes. You know I mean, when I come into my showroom, I feel super. I want my customers to feel super as well. That's all about. Yeah. Speaking of customers, um, have you had any customers from abroad? Have you sold cars abroad? And, and ma- mainly, mm. you know, have you thought about opening a dealership abroad in another country? Maybe somewhere like Dubai where yeah, yeah. supercars are highly, highly sought after. They just buy it like it's buying a free series. <laughs> you know, something is, is that, uh, good question. We sell cars all around the world. I mean, last week we sold four cars, one to, one to Denmark, uh, the guy that bought the F40 and the F um, uh, and the Enzo, Enzo yeah. okay, yeah, uh, in Monaco, um, we um, uh, sold two of our very exclusive Porsches um, uh, RSs to Japan. You know, this is only in the last what three, four, three, four weeks. Oh, seriously? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, yeah. I thought we took yeah. all the years. And, and these guys, I mean, again, the, the guy from Denmark, uh, the guy from Japan that bought two Porsches, you know, they never even came over. They trusted us. Yeah. You know, and we sent the cars over, you know, and, and, and we are dealing all around the world, you know, because look, we've got left-hand drive stuff here as well. You know what I mean? There's certain foreign markets, Far East markets that are right-hand drive. That we're selling cars out there mm. for right-hand drive markets as well. So we're doing all around the world, yeah. You know, with right-hand drive cars and left-hand drive cars, is there a price difference? Because if, if you look at it, obviously, majority of the world is left-hand drive. But there's only some parts, for example, Japan, um, I believe, uh, I know Malaysia is, for example, their right-hand driver. So Australia. Australia, exactly. India, well. Pakistan. So, but that market, would you say, is a lot smaller or would you say they'll sell for around the same sort of price? Look, the cars out there are more expensive than they are here. Yeah. They've got 300% duty. Yeah. We're very lucky here. We've only got 10% duty and 20% VAT. We are one of the, the, the most, I should say, luckiest countries in the whole world to have the cheapest cars. You know, yeah. that, that Ferrari there, that 458, if you import that into Malaysia or Far East, that'll cost you three times. That's what, £180,000? It's, 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 it's a 500 grand car. Before, you, before you've even started, started yeah, it up. Yeah. The best start button. Bloody hell. I mean, I know I went to Singapore, uh, I think it was two years ago, and I was just looking at, randomly just looking at how much like something like a Golf R would be out there. Yeah. And I... I don't know if I did my maths properly, but when I converted it to pounds, it was about a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. of the taxes, and exactly. apparently you can only have your car for seven years or exactly. something like that. It's this is crazy. why a lot of customers that we deal with as well also that buy cars from us here, they keep them in the UK. Yeah. Because it's cheaper to keep them in the UK here, and when they come back in the summertime, they drive them around and enjoy them here, and then they go back abroad and they do the same again the, the year after. Yeah, year after. Yeah, they just come here. It's like now. I'm going to go back to your question now about. Me opening a dealership abroad. I was going to get to that, yeah. <laughs> so I think as it goes through opening a dealership abroad, um, I, I was um, a partner in Dubai mm. you know, with a very large uh, supercar company. Uh, that was 20 years ago. And uh, I killed it. Uh, I, I absolutely... Made a killing in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sold loads of Ferraris from Europe, Lamborghinis, Porsches, 
You name it. I've done it. I've, and I've been there. Okay. But what, why do I come to reside here when, with my cars? Number one, obviously, I'm British. Okay. I'm British Asian. Um, uh, this is where my home is. And also, there's no better place to be surrounded by the capital of the best manufacturers. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, on their doorstep. Yeah, literally. You know, you, you, you've got um, uh, in Italy, you've got Ferrari, you've got Lamborghini, you've got Bugatti, you've got Pagani. You know what I mean? You've got Maserati. Yeah. You know, in in Germany, you've got Porsche, Mercedes Benz. It's about you know. an hour flight away, literally. Yeah, everything's an hour flight away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 the thing is, this is that in the UK, you got some of the best brands and car manufacturers in the world: Aston Martin, Bentley, Rolls Royce, the world's most, Most luxurious, luxurious car, car yeah, you know, literally. Uh, so when you look at the cars of this sort of caliber, and you're on, the, and they're on your doorstep, yeah. Why not? Why not stay here? Mm. Fair enough. And speaking of, so you haven't got the dealership. You part ways with the dealership in Dubai, then? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, I actually got out at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was when the manufacturers started opening up. Yeah, there. Um, and um, dealerships were being given out, out there, yeah. for Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche, what have you. So, and, and all the other dealerships. And, and yeah, you said twenty years ago, right? Yeah, it was, it was about what we're we now. Two, yeah, nineteen. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah two thousand. Um, between two thousand and um, no, I'll say nineteen ninety to two thousand and two three. Yeah, so I mean, Dubai is evolving every single year. But I mean, if we're talking twenty, almost twenty years ago, or more than twenty years ago, that's literally the desert, <laughs> literally. And obviously, there's not going to be as many supercar dealerships as there was, as there is today out there. Correct. You go on Sheikh Zayed Road now. Yeah. Dealership after dealership after dealership. Correct. Would you consider moving back there? No. Not at all. Not at all. Why is that? Same reason that you. Same reason. I just said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the heart. Yeah. Of supercar manufacturers, literally, yeah. You so know. you don't need to do anything else. Don't need to you do anything else. You are happy where you are. Happy where I am. So, and I've already got a suntan all year round, so <laughs> I don't really need that, do I? <laughs> that's, that's Asians' benefits for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although I've not been holiday this year, I might look a bit dark, but that's my natural colour. <laughs> I'm going to use that excuse as well. Um, <laughs> so what I was going to say is, we'll, it, that kind of brings me to the struggles of almost yeah. So. Nothing really comes easy, especially a dealership of this caliber and this size yeah. and the success that it's brought. So tell us about some of the times that you've had where... Have you had, have you had any doubts about the business at all throughout the, any of the years thinking, I can't do this, it's not worth it? No. Not at all? No, I haven't, no. no. Look, what I'll say to you is this, is that people that become complacent yeah, and take things for granted. I can understand that happening to them. Mm. Okay. Uh, with me, I never took it for granted. I never become complacent. What I, what I am is that every day, I look for a new challenge. And this is the thing now. If you look for a new challenge every single day, then you will not find any flaws in your business and you'll never find an excuse to throw in the towel. So for me, it's new challenges every day. What can I do that's new in my business? So you're still setting challenges yourself every single day. Absolutely, yeah. You've got a challenge. Like I said, I'm my own competition. Yeah. I'm setting challenges for me, for my for, for for my staff. You know, I'm thinking. You know, I, I sleep, eat, shit, supercars. <laughs> Literally, that's what I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm, eat, I'm eating my kebabs and I'm talking about I'm talking about Lamborghinis. You know what I mean? You know, I'm on the toilet. I'm on. I'm doing a deal on the toilet. 
that's me. You know what I mean? That that's how I am. Have you, you brought into the family? No, now I'm, as well? I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming about I'm dreaming about you know selling a supercar. Yeah, it's not sad. It's reality. It's reality. Yeah. What else do I? Look, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I don't gamble. I don't go night clubbing. I don't go gallivanting. You know what I mean? This is my. Th- th- these are my girlfriends. Call them. These are my children. These are your babies. Literally. Yeah. This is my. This is the the smoke that comes out of this is my drug. <laughs> literally. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is the engine sounds is my music. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need radios in half of these cars. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. I guarantee when you're driving them. See, you when, when you've got everything all in one place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, what is it? What they always say, don't they? When, you, when a man's bored, he wants pleasure. My pleasure's this. This. Literally. Start a car. When the engine fires up, you get that feeling then, don't you? The heart races a little bit. Adrenaline, that's yeah. it. Exactly, yeah. You know, you're going to get on the road, you're going to put your foot down, you're going to enjoy your ride, your car. You know what I mean? Traction off too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to. So, I mean, you've brought this business now into the family as well. Yeah. So... Are the family starting to get involved in it as well? Yeah, I, I, th- th- they are. You know, my, my daughter's 13. You know what yeah. I mean? She loves cars. Uh, my son's 17. You know, he's um, uh, starting to love cars. Because you can imagine, it's quite difficult for them sometimes because, because they've been brought up in this. Up until a few years ago, they thought everybody had Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Yeah, and you know now they've I mean? got it on their doorstep. But, yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, is that now they're, they're obviously, you know, now they're, they're thinking about it, yeah. which is good, you know. Uh, to ask me questions, what have you sold, what have you bought, which is always good, you know. Uh, they come to the showroom after school, they come and sit here, you know, and, and, and it's an important thing for them because they're getting a little bit of experience, mm. you know, in this. In business, uh, yeah. Saba, my wife, uh, as you probably know, she's um, uh, the backbone of the business, you know. She runs, you know, uh, you know the, the, the whole thing, Yeah, you know. I mean, what, what would you say... What do you do from the, at this level? Where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? Okay. At this level, what you do from here is it you improve your customer service. You improve your product. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. You improve your own skills. You know. Just you leveling improve, up yeah. on everything, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, look. The thing is, this is that people think that oh, where would you go from here? Listen, I cannot have a showroom full of Bugattis. No, that's the wrong way of thinking, that is. No. I don't want a showroom full of LaFerraris. I don't want that. I don't want that. What is it? Where you go from here is where do you improve yourself? How do you better yourself? Yeah. How do you better yourself, your product? You know, your knowledge. Knowledge. That's what it's all about. Knowledge. You improve your knowledge. That's you bettering yourself. Because you don't know the next phone call that will come, who's going to ask you what question? You don't, do you? Not a clue. Someone's going to ring you up and say to you, listen, I want to inquire about such a thing, such a thing on a car. Yeah. You've got to have the answer there. You've got to be ready, ready for it, yeah. So your knowledge is power. When you have power, you have the control. When you have the control, you've got the sales. Tony Montana. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's, there's one last thing, if last, last few things I want to touch up on. Obviously, I feel me myself, I've taken quite a lot away from this podcast in itself, from you as in general business, especially in the automotive industry. What would you, for the young people listening or anyone else listening, what would you, name a few things that you'd like them to take away in terms of advice for business? Just trying to, I mean, I know for a fact that everyone probably watching this is probably dreaming about this car behind me. Think about yeah. it, it could be the daily driver. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's what I'll say to you there is this, to that stage? Is that, you know, we all dream yeah. of having a nice house, a nice car. I'll go a bit further back than that. We should really dream about ourselves, mm. about where we want to be, family-wise. Yeah. We're going to have a nice wife. We're going to have kids. To have all that, so yeah, that comes you, first. Yeah. yeah, that comes first, doesn't it? Your wife and kids come first. Mm. Then these comes, these comes, these things come secondary. Yeah. So what it is, this is that what I would say. My my advice would be, is that you really have to believe in your dream, and what you have to do is, is that 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 dream, you have to live it out, and look at yourself in the mirror, and say, I want to be in it in that position next year. Mm. You have a goal, a challenge. You've got to turn things into a reality. Reality. That's what it is. Yeah. And you know sometimes this, is if your subconscious, you can get it working in such a way as that you really believe in what you do. Yeah. And that you want to get this far. It's like, for example, running, for example. I'll give you an example now. If you, if you can't run a mile, but then if you believe that you can run a mile, before you know it, you ran two miles. 100%, yeah. It's all about belief, isn't it? Mm. About believing in yourself. And then when it comes to it, pushing yourself as well. And pushing yourself. Yeah. That's what it is. On top of that, nothing, no harm in being straightforward. Always tell people what you feel. Mm. Be no, honest no, with them. Yeah, be honest with them. Honesty is the best policy. People will, will respect you for it. And I know we live in a world today where is it everything's fake on Instagram and blah, 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 and all that type of stuff, yeah? yeah. And people, you know, they put a nice picture of themselves up smiling, you know what I mean? And, and, and they're laughing about joking. Soon, soon as they've done the video, they're back in the dumps again. Yeah. You know, you know, they, you know, they've gone to a watch shop and they put, try a nice watch on and say, guess what I bought? I bought a Rolex, but they haven't really bought, bought a Rolex and they, they just tried it on. It's a lot of people, a lot of people nowadays, I know for a fact they see pages where people, they present a lifestyle that they don't exactly live. They'll go to the jewelry shop Act like they've just got diamonds on their watch and that's not even their watch. No, but then again, what I will say to you at that point is this is that, look, they are dreaming about it, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. What yeah. I'm going to say to them people, no harm in doing it. Make it happen though. But make it happen. Yeah. You've got to make it happen. That's the thing. You've got to do it. Listen, temporary is no good. Make it permanent. Forever is what you've got to think of. Forever. We're only here once. It's not rehearsal. You've got to go out there, believe in yourself, be honest, and just keep on chipping away at it. Keep pushing the boundaries. Keep on pushing the boundaries, that's it, yeah. Keep and on then eventually it. everything will fall into place. Fall into place, inshallah, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And believe, I'd say the most, one most important thing is, is, is that if you're a believer, if you believe in God, my final thing will be, if you believe in God, okay, I know we, we, we said that our futures are mapped out. Hmm. Well, not everything's mapped out, okay? There's one thing that he's written up there. There's one thing that we've got to do down here, okay? And you're just going to do your best to please the man up there. Yeah, because at the end of the day, none of this, as nice as it, was, it would be, none of this goes up with us. It goes in the grave with us. You come naked, you go naked. The only thing you take away with you is your good deeds. And this is hopefully, for me, for my... I should say for my people out there, for all my fans out there, yeah. that follow me on Instagram, for all the, um, I should say, um, uh, Asian, I'll talk about the Asian, more Asian people, but in English as well, is that you remember one, th one thing, guys, is that, like you just said, Raheem, now, is that 
We don't take anything away with us. Okay. I, I want to be, and I want to leave a legacy behind that you guys remember there was a guy called Sheikh Amari, Amari Supercars. And you know, in our era, he was the most famous, famous Asian guy that sold the best cars in the world. Yep. And what a guy was he? You know what I mean? Literally. He was a guy that was, that was an honest guy, a humble guy, a guy that, that loved his passion. Mm. You know what I mean? And loved what he did. And he was a great example to us. So yeah, you're going to hopefully remember, remember me in that way. I'm going to ask my final question, but I feel like it's been answered throughout the whole podcast anyway. The question is, what does success mean to you? But once again, I feel like it's, it's been answered in many ways. Many ways. And it's, that's a good question, that is. Yeah. What is success to me? Success to me is being happy. Happiness. Happiness. Just for you, for family. For family. Yeah. Yeah. Happiness. That's the ultimate success. Mm. If you can go to bed at night and have a smile on your face and thank God and you can wake up in the morning and open your eyes. Yeah. Just open your eyes and get out of bed. That yeah. is success. After that, everything else is a bonus. That's deep. That's the first time anyone's actually ever said that to me. When you're deep in that, it's actually proper true. Because if you got up in the morning and you had no eyesight, yeah. and if you had eyesight, you didn't have no legs, then you're going nowhere, are you? So we thank God for what we've got. Eyesight, our bodies able. That is your success. Your health is your wealth. 100%, 100%. This is all after. This is just bonus. This is, like you said, this, this is, is just a pleasure. Just a bonus. Add on. Yeah. That's it. It's just a bonus. Thank you, Ricky. Um, I think we're going to end it there, to be honest. I mean, I, got, I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast a lot. Um, once again, Sheikh Omari, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day in order to come on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, make sure you guys follow him. I'm going to put the links here right now at Sheikh Omari and at Mori Supercars. Yeah. That's both going to be in the description as well and on screen. Uh, make sure you follow Raheem KA and at CEO Cost. Um, Put that in the links in the description as well. If you listen to this Apple podcast and Spotify, make sure you follow. I think I'm going to go now because I think, sir, me and you need to talk figures on the 918 spider over there. <laughs> Time to put the deposit down. That's even better news. That's even better. Good, oh, I was fantastic. I thinking that, um, is that a TDF, the, the yellow F12? The yellow, the, the yellow uh, it's not a yellow F12, but it's a yellow 812 Superfast. Putting a depot down on that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Raheem, for coming down. Uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. And uh, I wish you all the best and success. I hope you take something away from this uh, podcast as well. Yeah. And, uh, and and it gives you a boost as well. And just believe in yourself and, and be happy. No, I can tell you, I have, I've just been sitting here just taking it all in thinking, wow, like, <laughs> wow. Obviously, we haven't met before or anything like that. Yeah. But, you know, when you get to meet someone, you get to open their mind up a bit. It's, it's something amazing. That's why I started the podcast. No, you've done a yeah. fantastic job. I wish you all the best. What did Everybody you think of success. it? What did you think of the podcast? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah? I thought it was really good. I yeah, love doing this type of stuff. 